As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. This is the Civilized Barking Podcast with Zach Jackson. It is about an hour and 15 minutes after the game. We are both in the press box here. It what used to be called Paul Brown Stadium. Now it's Paycor Stadium. Bengals are the defending AFC champions. Uh, they're chasing the number one seed. They're chasing in the AFC North. They had some things go against them today. They found a way to win. Um, the Browns, it was ugly. It was too sloppy. It wasn't a winning performance. Jason, there was growth here. So um, as we get this started, this is the Civilized Barking post game. This is our live room here on The Athletic. We appreciate you guys coming in. Eventually, we'll have a chance for you guys to chime in. But, you know, disappointment, obviously, uh, you know, the playoffs that were already at just barely above 0% are at 0%. The, the Browns don't play winning football enough, frankly. So this is about the quarterback, and there are things, that the game within the game, and then the game side today's game that I want to get into. But let's just start with the game itself and, and your uh, – kind of overall impression of what we saw over the previous few hours this afternoon. Uh, unacceptable mistakes on all three phases. The the rough, I mean, the Browns handed the Bengals their first 14 points. They had them stopped, uh, which came first. The roughing, the roughing the punter came first, right? So that keeps that drive alive. And they marched down and scored with the help of defensive holding with the DPI. So the Bengals get seven off that. And then the, holding defensive holding offsetting when they had them sacked they had them they're getting the ball back and the defensive hold gives them another touchdown there's 14 points right there 13 because they missed the extra point 13 points that uh the browns just absolutely handed the Bengals. offensively i i listen i've tried to defend kevin at various turns this year i still like him as the head coach here that call on fourth down fourth and one is just baffling. I don't know if there's any logical explanation for why you take your $230 million quarterback out of the game, put Jacoby Brissett in and have him throw a pass into the end zone cold uh, after he hasn't played in two weeks. It just doesn't make any sense. You want to try that on third down, go right ahead. Not on fourth down. You lose possession. Uh, Defensively, I don't understand why you're not doubling Jamar the whole game. You've got two of their top three receivers are out. You have one guy that can hurt you and you leave him in man coverage most of the day. It's baffling. It doesn't make sense. And the Browns deserve to lose this game. Yeah. Um, scrolling through here. Um, 
when I say growth, and I know this is one of our angriest commenters because I recognize it immediately, talking about the quarterback. Um, a big problem with the state of this organization is there hasn't been growth. This is year three, right? And and there's points left on the field. There's extremely sloppy play. As far as the officials and, and what goes on, um, nobody half sane can say that the difference between the Browns and Bengals is the officiating, right? Of course, there's calls you don't like. You know, of course, there's there's things you want. And, and, and obviously, the Browns were sloppy in one sequence. Even on that defensive holding, Jason, you mentioned, it ends up being offsetting fouls. Well, the offense is holding Chris first. So instead of a huge loss or a negative play, wasn't a third down. The Bengals get another shot. Guess what they do? They convert. They score. They convert. Right? Yep. Yep. So the, w- there's not acceptable growth from this team. There was growth from this quarterback. And because of what this organization has signed up for by bringing this quarterback in, giving the farm, waiting this time, changing in the middle of the season, um, you have to see the growth. He did not look like he'd ever played a football game last week. A lot of that was understandable. Today, he was not great. Um, I'm not sure he's going to be great this year. He was better. The good part about getting down the way they did is it gave him opportunities. And they didn't score past the Njoku drive. They had two golden opportunities to change the game. So the Browns lost, and the Browns delivered a losing performance. But as we break it down, we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson because Deshaun Watson is what matters to this team. He's not what all that matters <laughs> to this team. And this is a roster that, frankly, doesn't have a strength right now. Am I forgetting one? Um. Uh... I mean, I would still call the running game a strength, but certainly yeah. not today. Certainly right. not today. Right. So, um, you know, and I are... agree with you. I agree with you on on the Watson group. Like we saw it early on, and you know, it Zach, it kind of felt like a twenty twenty Baker game in the way they called it. And and what I mean is like a lot of short throws early. Let him try and catch a rhythm. Let him develop a rhythm, and then sort of open him up as the game went on. And, you know, we were kind of we were sort of laughing that after the first few drives, their average depth of target was like three point eight or something like that. Yeah. And then but then you saw plays as the game progressed. It's like, OK, there he is. OK, there it is. He, he had a, a, a slant route right to Amari early on was a beautifully thrown ball. Uh, the play where he should have been sacked and he's going down. That was nothing but arm strength. And then he follows it up on the very next play with a terrible interception. Right. So but but you see. I mean, last week there was nothing. This week you started to see it. Okay, that's why. Okay, there he is. Yep, that's the guy we remember. You started to see those flashes come back. I don't think he was bad. I thought he looked comfortable today. Um, I thought I thought you had a great point early on where they were dropping seven and eight into coverage and they were going to make him trust his eyes because last week I didn't think he trusted his eyes at all. Yeah, I didn't think he really knew what he was looking at. But then as the game progressed, Cincinnati really mixed up some blitzes. And, and and change up some of their blitz patterns. And, and I thought it was really effective in the way that they came after him in the second half. Um, you know, I thought he, he showed growth. I thought he had a couple of wild plays and, and several good ones. But I don't think you could say he was good. They scored one offensive touchdown. They scored one touchdown. Yeah, that's right? fair. I guess I'm going off last week. Like he's, he's, <laughs> no, he's, sure. He's, right. And, yeah, and that's he, what we're doing here is we're, we're judging several different things. And, and I want to make sure that we're not losing sight of the fact that this has come to year three. And this is going to be two straight missed playoffs, two straight losing seasons. Um, you know, it, the Ravens are a little up and down, but there's a clear gap. The, the Browns are not AFC contenders right now, guys. They're not division contenders. They're not. No. And incremental growth from Deshaun Watson does not make them that. So that that's an issue. So you said um, you, you believe in Kevin is the is the coach of this team. Is that fair to say, or did I? I'm gonna, I'm gonna die on this hill. Go ahead and shoot me up. Okay. I'm gonna die on this hill. Okay.
Okay. I'm, I'm Jimmy Haslam and you're Kevin Stefanski. I just called you into my office, even though we're in different rooms here at Paul Brown, uh, at Paycor Stadium. Tell me, tell me, Kevin, why, why I should bring you back for a fourth year. Tell me about where the, we're going to see this growth enough to be a real contender because shit, we're, we're at the cap. We're all in. Um, we've got guys in their prime and some of them on the backside of the prime. We have the systems in place. Why, why should I believe that year four is going to be different than year two and three were? Because, and this is going to sound like an excuse, but I wholeheartedly absolutely believe this. From the day they acquired Deshaun Watson until the day he ran on the field in Houston, just a cloud has hung over this entire organization that has been, I hate the word distraction. I hate that word. But it, mm-hmm. absolutely, it absolutely fits here because it demanded their focus and their attention every single day. Every single day was another headline, was another something with the NFL. It was not a normal training camp. It was not a normal preseason. There was nothing normal about this season. And as you say a hundred times, they signed up for this. And I just think that from the very start of this, it has been a muddled mess of not knowing when you're going to have your quarterback, how you're supposed to prepare for the season when you don't know. And frankly, like the offense hasn't been the issue. And I understand he's the head coach of everything, but that's a specialty. And the offense, while I think Jacoby cost them, we've talked about this ad nauseum. Jacoby played great, but it, two things can also be true. I think he also cost him a couple games early with terrible interceptions. Defense yeah. has been a wreck. And if, if I'm Kevin and you're Jimmy, I tell him we have to revamp the defensive staff. It just yeah. we, We've seen so, enough proof. This is, this is not going to work. We have to fix the defense. And I would go so far as to say, give me two NFL caliber defensive tackles, and that in itself will go a long way in fixing a lot of the defensive issues. Yeah, I mean, we've seen a defense play better, and they, they, they gave up two explosive runs today. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Against a team that has two pretty good backs, you know, both both of whom are fresh. Um, a team but, I that, put it on the, but I put on the coaching defense. I mean, Jamar Chase just absolutely destroyed him, and he's the only yeah. healthy receiver that they have. That's inexcusable. Sure. No, I, I can totally get on board with because of what you signed up for, Kevin needs a full year with Deshaun, right? Everybody needs this year to be over. And that there could be expected improvement in multiple areas from a defensive staff change. But, like, that play in the first quarter with Jacoby, that's the definition of too cute, and it keeps happening. Right? There, there's no defending that play. You're, 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 you've made this guy your quarterback. Jacoby is your designated sneaker. That's fine. Defenses have to prepare for it. He's been in twice. He hasn't snuck yet. You're taking the ball. He hasn't played in two weeks, and you're asking him to throw on fourth and a foot. To I totally agree. I totally right. agree. It was an like, awful play call. Awful. And as the special teams blunders pile up, and as the defensive miscues pile up, like they they do go on on different people. And I think Kevin does cover up for his players and his assistants. But guess where they all fall at the end? They they all fall on the head coach. And head this coach. is a team. This is a team that has not gotten better. This is a team that's missing the playoffs. And this is a team that is not an AFC contender. Not, I'm not talking about playoff contender. Right. They're, they're not an AFC contender, but they're in like they're supposed to be. And so, you know, I think all these guys are probably coming back. Not Joe Woods. I think Kevin Stefanski, Andrew Barry and Paul DePodesta are probably coming back. And I don't think that's good. I just don't. I, I, I just don't. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, if they lose to a third string quarterback at home next week, then then, you know, we'll, we'll see. But I, I, I just. This organization is is stuck in the mud. It's disjointed with its messages and where it wants to be. They went for this quarterback, and had to bring him along here, 
And um, they're not close to the top teams in their division, let alone top teams in the AFC. They're just not. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not preach you and your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Let's um, shift the conversation a little bit. DPJ has to catch that ball, the fade route, not 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 the first. I don't one. understand what happened no. on that. Did you see? Because why is he not going up and trying to catch it at the high point? He like turned around and tried to catch it off his pads. I didn't understand. And you said yeah. as soon as it, and and to your credit, as soon as they snapped the ball and Watson looked that way, you said, "I don't like that. I don't like this." But I don't. I, if he goes up, I mean, we've seen DPJ make that play where he goes up and catches it at the highest point. And if he does that, you got a chance. But he didn't do that. I'm not sure what he was trying to accomplish there. Yeah, no, I think I think he um, just I, I I think it was an error on his part. I mean, we've seen him make contested catches, but but fade routes are high level of difficulty. They do require timing. I, I just didn't like to play on third or fourth down. You know, it wasn't Amari Cooper's day, and all of a sudden the slant went back there. Like I wanted to see him roll the pocket. You know, um, this is what happens when you have a rusty quarterback. And this is what happens when you have, your, your, you know, the whole operation, the quarterback's coach, the O coordinator who doesn't call the plays. You're trying to get on the same page. So it was good experience today. And w- when I mentioned growth, that's what it was. It, not just seeing Watson rip that ball from one knee. You know, not just um, getting to throw. What did he throw? 20, 42 times, 26 of 42. But, you know, the, the growth in having these experiences. And, and the Browns are out here in December having practice, guys. They are. This, this is what they signed up for. Um, I mean, it's 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 week 14, and I told you as we were coming to the press box, I was talking to one player on the offense who said they had the tight ends lining up on the wrong side of the field. It's week 14. Yeah. yeah. No, the, how, does, the, how, how does that happen, that you have two tight ends lining up on the wrong side? Right, of the field? and th- that's why I, I cannot endorse or, or guarantee. Well, I don't make the decision, so it doesn't matter what I guarantee. But um, the operation to me is just not where it needs to be for – 16 where they played 18 games the first year they played 17 games last year and we're 13 games into this year and there's still way too many adventurous moments and every team gets penalties right and specifically a pi and a defensive holding like that happens right every team jumps off sides and and stuff like that um but you know they're they're out here just trying to find it and and other teams have found it and other teams are positioned better. And I, I just don't like the state of the operation. So um, now look, DPJ is still having a good year. What you saw on the one touchdown drive they had was David Njoku doing what they thought David Njoku would do with Watson in there. So that that's progress, but the Browns didn't run it well enough today. They stopped the run well with the exception of a couple of plays. Um, Grant Delpit is just not, what you need him to be. <laughs> he's, he's just not. 
the flea flicker goes for, for the big play. And yeah, like, like you mentioned, I think it's more than fair to wonder, and this goes back to the operation. It's Jamar Chase and a bunch of number five receivers because Boyd got hurt on the second play of the game. And T Higgins was clearly not in the game plan today. And what did Jamar Chase do? 15 targets, 10 catches, 120 yards. That's inex- that's un- and it's and by the way, that's just not just me. I was talking to players on the defensive side of the ball who were upset and aggravated that they weren't doubling Jamar all day. It's just it's and it's so logical. That I just don't understand why you wouldn't do it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I see you guys saying DPJ has made contested catches all year. Yes, we watch the same games. He caught the Hail Mary. What does that have to do with the fade? He made a bad play. The fade is a tough. The the contested catches he's made all year are in no way related to the fade. He's he's done a great job of using his body over the middle. They don't beat Carolina without DPJ using his body over the middle. The fade is a low percentage play, and he had a chance to make it, and he made a bad play. Again, that doesn't stun his progress. It does, but to like cite, well, it's okay because he made those other contested catches. People get mad after these games, and I get it. The Browns got schooled today. Okay, the Browns yeah. are five and eight, and they're not a contender. Um, I, I don't know how many other ways we can say it. Like, let's right. let's go to the queue right. and see if Matt O's back. Matt, well, this is well, your last on. chance. Real, real, Matt real, 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 real. Okay. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Matt L. Fellas. Yep. Hey, you got me. Okay, cool. Um, man, the Browns are what they are. They're, they are what their record says they are. Yes. Th- their defense is half, eh, every once in a while. Clowney and, and, and Miles will come together and, and make a play. And then, and then Grant will just come running in like a maniac, try to make a tackle, and the ball still over his head. And then, and then Kevin, instead of leave, instead of taking points in an away game, throws the ball into the Ohio River with, with a quarterback that. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, Matt. It, listen, it's insane. Did, it's insane. The the Browns made operational mistakes. It cost them points in the first half and then cost them timeouts. So it cost them more points in the first half. In game 13. In right? game 13. They did. And again, right. it happens. I mean, you know, coaches don't sleep at night because of the three versus seven or the seven versus zero or what do we do on fourth and one. But what they did was the absolute wrong answer. And it goes against everything else that, that they're doing because it's supposed to be about Watson or just take the points and say, hey, you know, our defense has had pretty good success against the Bengals. We're here. We just got three. Let's go. Let's play. I mean, and the, the defense ends up giving up the flea flicker, obviously, and the 140-some-yard run by Mixon. But that's a winning performance by the defense today. You said it is a winning performance? Yeah. I guess. I guess. It's more of a winning performance than the offense gave. I, I understand that. I'm, so, I'm so aggravated by the penalties, though. Like, just, just allowing drives to continue when you should have been off the field. One of them was special teams. Uh, but, and real quick, I, I want to go back. I saw Brian post something in the comment about addressing the fourth and one. You just talked about it there. We did talk about it earlier on, Brian. But for those who are just coming in, I don't have an issue with them going for it on fourth and one there because, you know, I think you go into this game thinking, I agree, like Cincinnati is going to score. You're going to need six, not three. So I don't mind that. The play call was yeah. awful, obviously. There's no defense of it. You tried getting Jacoby after the game. He didn't really want to talk about it. I've talked to someone else on the offensive side who said there was a check for him to check into a run for Jacoby to check into a sneak, but the way that the line, the way that the Bengals aligned that, it would have been tough. There, uh, I think yeah. the, the B gap would have been available, but it would have been, it would have been a tough run. It would have been a lot of bodies and a lot of pushing. 
Uh, but just, I just, I didn't like any of that. I didn't like any no. of the play calls. I absolutely know, like, understand it conceptually. And when Jacoby comes in, you're saying sneak. So, of course, the defense adjusting to it, right? But, like, call timeout, run it out, you know, take a delay and kick the field goal, right? Like, what they did, there's just no excuse for that. In, and one it, other point on that, one other point on that, uh, Harrison Bryant was supposed to be in the play, was supposed to be in the game for that play. Obviously, when they brought Jacoby in last week, it was an end around to Bryant. I don't think they would have run the exact same play, but he was supposed to be in the game. He started to run on the field, but they had already started huddling, so he had to retreat. Would the would the would the outcome have been any different? Probably not. I don't know, but yeah, you know, it, you you at least if it's fourth and one and you're in the red zone and you're trying to score, you at least want to have the right personnel on the field, and they didn't yeah. have the right personnel on the field. So, question in the chat: Jason D says, "Is Watson responsible for some of those holding penalties?" No, but trying to break Watson in in December is responsible for illegal man downfield. Watson not trusting his eyes might be responsible for some of the holding penalties having to happen. Right. I'm, you know, there's, there's a lot of blame to go around. I'm just saying like what the Browns are doing here is not conducive to winning. And so we have to break it down and say, okay, he played much better today. Now he couldn't have helped, but play a little bit better. It wasn't good enough. It's not good enough. And that's not the only concern here because the state of the operation is not good. Let's take a couple from the queue and we got to get to work. Uh, Matt R. Matt R., you're up. Go ahead. Fire away. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, Zach, I couldn't agree more. Like, the Browns obviously punted on the season, which is tough enough as it is to swallow, that they did that. But I'm looking, if you want to punt on the season, and you're saying, oh, quarterback's the only thing missing, that's fine. There are so many holes in this team. And whether it's, uh, I think the talent, Sorry, I'm on my post-game walk. I think it's the only time my wife <laughs> enjoys herself on Sundays. Um, <laughs> if I'm looking at this, there, are, I think the talent has been vastly overrated by many. And I, I'm looking at this coaching staff, and I don't want to fire Kevin. I really don't. But mm-hmm. today was an absolute disaster. Yeah. Operationally, they're terrible. The play calling was atrocious. I mean, I'm looking at this, and I have no idea. Why should I think anything different is going to happen next year? Right. And, you know, if he does have to hire a new defensive coordinator and special teams coordinator, like, how are you going to get the best guy when they think it's a six month situation? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there are not worry about, you know, the, these these are legit things to worry about. Hey, Matt, thanks for thanks for chiming in. Enjoy your walk. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. All right, we're going to do these couple and we're going to get out of here. Um, Lewis or Louie, go ahead, Lou. Hello, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to say something about, uh, I mean, about Denzel Ward. He hasn't been playing well all all year. And uh, would you take like a first round pick if something happens the offseason so you could like trade him and maybe get a first round pick back? He's not tradable. They just guaranteed him um, six months ago, $70 million. The cap that would be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would disagree. Has Denzel Ward had his best year? No. His Denzel Ward played pretty well since coming back from the injury, yes. Um, it's not all on Denzel Ward today. I mean, it, that's a full day's work against Jamar Chase, who's rare of the rare. 
but you know, we're nitpicking there. Um, now, Lewis, do I think that they might have to look into trading a Greg Newsom or someone? Mm-hmm. Maybe, but I, we're getting way ahead here, you know. Yeah, because uh, I think Joe Joe Woods is not gonna be here next year, so and you're gonna have to revamp a defense. Maybe you're just gonna keep maybe ten of the guys and then bring ten in more. I don't know, ten more in. I mean. Well, I mean, you know, the the new coordinator would certainly have input on that. But when when you don't have picks and when you've just missed on your other ones, um, that that is an issue, right? Yeah. I mean, this team has no safety depth, and then do they have any starting safeties? Well, you know, John Johnson's guaranteed almost thirteen mil next year. Mm-hmm. So wow. we'll see. We'll yeah. see. All right, guys. <laughs> thank you. All right, no, thank you, Jason. You got any closing thoughts here? No. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I listen, we've said what we've said, right? And it's it's frustrating, obviously, to fans when they lose and they don't play well and they didn't. It's frustrating to everyone when it's the recurring themes, you know, and then there are these mixed messages and these mixed agendas of where, you know, you can say, hey, they got to scrimmage for a quarter and a half at the end of the game. The quarterback showed improvement and that's what you're hanging your hat on. Right. So, um. Like I said, I, I, the whole game day operation, like you're saying, guys lined up in the wrong place, and that cost some timeouts or that cost them a chance to convert here, uh, bringing in the backup quarterback. Like, like that's shit that's not winning football. And, and so, you know, even if you take a couple penalties or a couple bounces that go the other way, that, that happens in every game, and you play for 60 minutes, and they mostly even themselves out. But when the operation at this stage of the game is shaky, I worry about this, the state of the things. And like I said, I, I've covered this league for a long time and I've watched for a long time and the Browns are not a contender. And, and I don't think it's a couple of moves away either. So we'll, Deshaun, we'll Watson's, Deshaun Watson's home debut is next week and the season is over. There's nothing to play for. <laughs> right. Right. So we'll see if the defense can show up against what, if Lamar can't get back, it's going to be an undrafted rookie QB. And, uh, you know, we'll just see, how that goes. The Ravens have everything to play for. They're tied for the division lead. They have it for now because they beat the Bengals the first time. They're in the mix for the number one seed. They've had a wild year. I think today's the second game all year. They didn't lead by double digits at some point. No, and maybe they did today. I don't know. I wasn't following it closely. So we'll see. This is a really good Ravens defense. Really good. And Bengals are a good defense too. Um, it's a really good Ravens defense. It's a, it's a nice challenge, and we'll see, because this is what we're left, guys. We're watching the growth of the quarterback, and not just him playing, but you know how he gets along with the coaches, the timing he can develop with the receivers, the communication with the coaches and the receivers as it goes. And they got to score more than one touchdown, um, because they they got to go out and win this game, or else it gets really uncomfortable. So thank you guys for listening. We're going to get to work. Thanks for reading. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for chiming in here. Um, we, we, we like doing this because we know the feelings are strong and people are excited and we're glad to have you on. So let's just see where this goes. Cause there's four games left and uh, that can be a good thing or a bad thing. Talk to you soon.